Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report Week in Review. And Susan, I am so excited to have you on the show today to share all the headlines in the last few days. Tell us what's going on. Well, you know... Again, we are not disappointed with news that lines up with Bible prophecy, which is what we do here every week. We review seven days worth of news that lines up with what the Bible said would be happening in this last hour, and that's what we're looking at today. And no disappointment, Dina. The Bible is unbelievably accurate, and I, that right there should make everybody excited. I mean, that that is such a book that can be relied upon, and what it foretold like hundreds, even thousands of years ago, are coming to pass. Now, what other book do you know of like the Bible? There is none, right? There is no other book like the Bible. No way. No. It's a living, breathing document. And so this is what we do. Not only are we trying to prep people for what the Lord said is, you know, when these things come together, you're going to be looking up because your redemption draweth nigh, but also, you know, providing a program that you can share with others that you think might need these messages. Right, Dina? That's right. There are so many people out there in the world right now that have absolutely no idea what's going on and how close we are to these, you know, not only to the to Christ's return, but also the tribulation period because once Jesus comes, that's it. It's going to be 7 years of undescribable horror on earth just as the bible described and it's not because god is you know yeah it it is his wrath onto a sinful world but if people are not aware of it today then they're going to be here during that seven-year tribulation that is why it's so important to share these videos that speak about these end times so that people at least have the opportunity to turn to god surrender and repent by his grace, make it in the rapture. You know, and I want to bring something up because the the Bible talks about the birth pains leading up to an event. Birth pains model what the Lord used to describe, you know, a woman in labor and how that works. The events are stronger and they come closer together and they lead to an event. Well, a child is born or a birth, something is birthed. And so that's exactly what we're talking about here. There's a birth about to happen, and it's a jump-off point. It's a dividing line. It's the church being removed, the beginning of tribulation, and it's the revelation of the Antichrist and the restrainer taken out of the way. All those things are going to take place at the end of this birth pains period. Now, how in the world do we know that we're not literally in tribulation right now? I mean, we've got people all the time telling me, hey, it doesn't matter. We're in tribulation. It's going on right now. The wrath of God. Well, listen, I will be honest with you. The birth pains are wrath. Birth pains for real in labor are not pleasant, right? (laughs) This is what I'm trying to tell people. There's not anything pleasant about this, but God uses that as an example because what we've got here is, you know, there's definitely a form of punishment 
coming over the world through these birth pains. But is this tribulation? No, it's not. Because the restrainer is still in the world, holding back tribulation, and that means the revelation or revealing of the Antichrist has not yet happened, although a lot of people want to believe they know who he is, and that's all fine and good. You can speculate all you want, but he's not going to show up on the scene until the church is removed at the point that the restrainer is taken out of the way, and the restrainer is the Holy Spirit, because nobody can hold back all the evil of the world except God himself, who is the Holy Spirit. Now, the question comes about, is the Holy Spirit removed from the earth after the restrainer, which is the Holy Spirit in the church, is taken out of the way? And the answer is no. No, the Holy Spirit remains in the earth throughout tribulation. Why? Because we know scripture says, where can I go from your presence? If I go to the pits of hell, you are there. If I go to the highest mountain or to the heavens, you are there. And so God is everywhere all the time. And so that's the same for the Holy Spirit. He's in the world. Now, he no longer will have the active church to work in. Those virgins with the full oil lamps that we read about in Matthew 25, those five virgins that have the full oil lamps that can go through the door when the bridegroom shows up. Now, here's another reason we know for a fact Dina, that we are not in tribulation because at the point, the first of the 21 judgments is a revelation of the, of the Antichrist. And so that has to be done after the restrainer is taken out of the way. He's the one that allows the Antichrist to come forward. Here's the other thing. It's going to be the end of the church age. The church age, if you want, you can go to our Revelation for Beginner Study, and we see the church age taking place in the scripture of chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation, where Jesus is talking about the seven churches. And so what's going on right there is the end of the church age moves us into the next section of Revelation. Now, why is that significant? Because during tribulation, there will not be freedom to go about and attend church, to spread the gospel easily. You won't be able to talk on Facebook about all these things. And it's going to be a whole new environment because Antichrist will take over. So the, the point I'm making is, are you telling people about the gospel today? Yes. So you couldn't possibly be in tribulation, okay? So that's what I wanted to make clear to people, and that's the point I wanted to make. It's very important that I make that point. So let us begin to move into these headlines. See, I wanted to clear that up because there's a lot of confusion going on in the church, and who is the author of confusion? The enemy. We know, yeah, we know who that is. He wants to confuse everybody. But anyway, so... If you want more clarity on this, I invite you over to our Revelation for Beginners study, line by line, chapters 1 through 22. And Dina, I'm sure, will put those links down below. It's free, absolutely free. So head on over there and check that out. Okay, well, last time we did the show, one of the things we talked about, Dina was we had a couple cruise ships out in the ocean that got into trouble because of big waves, the waves roaring. The Bible says in the last days, the waves will be roaring. And so we are seeing all week long, we have been seeing the waves roaring on the coast of California and out that area. And it's been really something. 
the waves are coming in and just flooding the coast, piers and everything, with huge waves. I mean, we're talking 22-foot waves, 30-foot waves, massive And so, Dina, we've just seen all kinds of waves. Here's a headline. Monster wave after wave clobber the Capitola Pier and crash onto local businesses along the beach and take a look at the inches of sea foam that look more like snow left behind. So we've also had these waves hitting in Santa Cruz and Sea Cliff, Pajaro Dunes, beach areas. Just, wow, all kinds of parts of California. So that has been a main headliner this week and these people are flooded out we're talking about some amazing property over there getting flooded it's just unreal but these are the waves roaring that the bible talks about also we had flood warnings issued as rivers in the netherlands swelled to record highs we had floods and landslides claim more than 60 lives in the democratic republic of congo you want to know more about this uh, head on over to our facebook pages end times floods and end times landslides by the way i'm really glad to see you guys heading over there because you're going to get a bird's eye view of what's going on around the world i mean it's just amazing I know you're not hearing it from your local news or your mainstream news, but here we tell you. We're talking about it on the show today, but you can get more details on these articles that we touch on because we don't really have time to go into the detail, but we're not going to leave you hanging. We've got all this stuff for you to check out. Uh, Also go to our End Time News Report page that Rebecca helps us with, and you'll get a lot more of these articles over there on Facebook. Not only are the waves roaring, Dina, we've got a lot of earthquake activity, earthquakes in diverse places. Wow, wow, wow. So we'll be talking about that today, but we had a shallow 6.3 earthquake hit off the west coast of northern Sumatra in Indonesia. So that was a big deal. But let's divert from that for a minute and look at this headline. Biden warns U.S. military may get pulled into direct conflict with Russia. So Biden warned that the United States is at risk of being pulled into a direct conflict with Russia if the Kremlin succeeds in its war against Ukraine. His statement follows Russia's massive aerial attack across Ukraine on Friday. Kiev Air Force officials said that about 110 missiles struck Ukraine, hitting hospitals, residential buildings, and shopping center. At least 31 citizens were killed in the attack and another 120 wounded, according to Ukraine officials cited by Reuters. Overnight, Russia launched its largest aerial assault on Ukraine since this war, and this was a headline we had this week. So Russia, in turn, launches a massive attack across Ukraine, and then Ukraine turns around and does some attacks as well on Russia. So they're really starting to ramp this up, are they not, Dina? Yes, we had some very explosive headlines in the last few days. And the fact that Biden is warning that we could be in a direct war with Russia, that is something that we need to sit up and take notice of. Because, you know, he's kind of beat around the bush about it. But for him to come out and say that, that's concerning. And... I want to also add that we are in an election year. So the powers that be in the other nations don't know who is going to be in office in November. They don't know if it's going to be 
Biden. They don't know if it's going to be Nikki Haley. They don't know if it's going to be Trump. I mean, at this point, nobody really knows. So if they're going to do something, they're going to do it now. That's my personal opinion. I'm not making any predictions. I'm not prophesying. But I can see if something was going to happen, it's going to happen before November. That's just something that I believe could happen. We're very precarious right now with Russia. Mm -hmm. Well, we're definitely in the wars and rumors of wars. And I have to tell you that it's heartbreaking because, you know, watching all these wars going on all over the place and people being held hostage in Israel and all of that and uh, the children involved and the people in the Ukraine, this is hitting their homes and everything. And, you know, uh, I was in Russia myself just prior to covid you know, before they shut everything down over there, you mm-hmm. couldn't, after that, you couldn't go in there, but now you definitely can't go in there. But, you know, meeting the Russian people over there and spending time with them in their homes, you know, I got to tell you, it, it this is disturbing because they're just regular people like you and me, Dina. And I'm sure they don't want their homes blown up and they don't want their boys going off into this war the real enemy is the regime yes you know yes and the innocents are the people that are caught up in this because they have no choice and it's just deeply disturbing the whole thing it's hard to watch it take place and In, uh, in ukraine and in israel both places Oh, we absolutely need Jesus at this point. So we need to pray for everybody that no matter what, you know, it's like with Kim Jong-un, he's making some wild threats again. You know, if any, if South Korea or U.S. even comes near him, he's going to retaliate. Well, you know, those poor North Korean people, they are the most starved and tormented and tortured and, and brainwashed people on the planet. And it's not them. It's the evil regime, you know, that's in charge. You know, it's just hard to watch this kind of thing go on. You know what I'm saying, Dina? Yeah, and it's going to continue and it's going to get worse. That's the, yeah. that's the sad part about it. And innocent people, innocent lives will be taken. Children, yeah. women, men. Very sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, and we know that we're heading for World War Three because that's the second judgment in tribulation uh, immediately following the revelation of the Antichrist. And so everything's ramping up for that moment, you know, that point in time. And so, I mean, the Bible is just amazing document how clear it is. Yes. And just incredible. I just, you know, I stand in awe of the Bible. But anyway, well, we're also seeing unprecedented flooding in European areas as well. We actually had two killed in an avalanche on Mont Blanc in France. And so we're continuing to see these landslides going on all over the place, all over the planet. We had a tornado damage hundreds of homes in Manchester. That's very unusual to see something like that in that area of the the planet. I mean, you don't hear about tornadoes in Manchester. You just don't, you know? No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) No, that's just very unique. They had a lot of homes damaged. Those old buildings over there that have been standing there for years uh, really got hit. But let's take a look at what else we've got going on. Oh, 
Also, I want to mention here, in, again, in China, we had nearly 90,000 displaced following Chinese natural disaster, which was a 6.2 magnitude earthquake this past December 18, resulting in 149 deaths, nearly 1,000 injuries, and displacement of 87,000 people. And the affected area has suffered extensive damage, leaving many without homes, water, and electricity. And the cold weather added to the challenges, and we talked about that before. I mean, they were looking at minus 15, and so this was just a really bad situation. And you know, earlier in 2023, we had tens of thousands of people in Syria and Turkey killed after a pair of 7.8 magnitude and 7.5 magnitude earthquakes in February, and the disaster led to the deaths of over 50,000 people and impacted nearly 16 million people. So these are some pretty intense events going on, okay? But we're noticing them more frequently and closer together, exactly like the Bible described. Okay, so North Korea's Kim... Jong-un orders military to prepare for possible war. Okay, that's not a shock. He's saying this on a regular basis, but the meeting announced plans for further military development in the coming year, including launching three more spy satellites, building unmanned drones, and developing electronic warfare capabilities, as well as strengthening nuclear and missile forces, according to the official Korean Central News Agency. So I could go on and on about that. Now, how can they afford all that stuff. I, I don't know if you've ever seen their military parades and they march all their missiles around. And it's pretty impressive, you know, when you see it. How are they affording this? Because they've, you know, basically isolated themselves from the rest of the world economically. Well, I'll tell you exactly how they're doing it. They're starving their people to death. Yeah, I mean, they if you are. Don't feed they them, are. If you don't feed anybody, then you might have some, you know, financial resources to build ICBMs. I mean, this is just a despicable regime, and it just, it's, you know, this is just end-time stuff. All right, well, let's keep looking at what's going on. Well, this is interesting, Dina. Google has agreed to settle a $5 billion privacy lawsuit alleging that it spied on people who use the incognito mode in its Chrome browser, along with similar private modes in other browsers to track their internet use. The class action lawsuit filed in 2020 said Google misled users into believing that it wouldn't track their internet activities while using incognito mode. It argued that Google's advertising technologies and other techniques continued to catalog details of users' sites, visits, and activities despite their use of supposedly private browsing. And so Google settled this $5 billion lawsuit over tracking people with that. I mean, that's disturbing, is it not? It is disturbing, but it's not hard to believe. I mean, it's Google, you guys. So they're going to track you. They're going to watch you. I mean, they may have some nefarious reasons, but I think the bulk of it is it comes down to money. Because I don't know if you've noticed. I, I know I have, and I've even spoken to other people about this. But Susan, you and I could be talking about something on the phone. Or you could be talking to somebody in your house, your phone is nearby, you mention you're going to go shopping for a couch or some pots and pans. And then all of a sudden, 
you go on Google or you go on Facebook and there's advertisements for that couch or those pots yeah. and pans yeah. or that car. They're oh, yeah. listening. They, why? Because, yeah, they want to track, but they also mm-hmm. want you to spend your money. So, yeah, and right along, I mean, exactly what you're saying is this lawsuit they just won for $5 billion. I mean, just think about it. If they got a lot of data, they got a, a, maybe they feel like, oh, they got $5 billion worth of data. Like, That's a lot of if, money. Are they going to dump the data or are they keeping it in their archives? I mean, you don't really know. No, you don't. You don't know what they're going to do. Unbelievable. Okay. That's kind of like Big Brother overload. Well, the city of Bereda, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, in Saudi Arabia, awoke to an unusual spectacle on Thursday, and I mean unusual, as a wave of hail showers transformed the arid cityscape into a winter wonderland. Okay, so this extreme rainfall caused a major flood on the streets in Saudi Arabia. This is shocking footage. First of all, it was a lot of water that they got flooded with, almost like a, a riverlet, going down their you know main streets. But that wasn't all. I mean, there were ice floating on top, ice floats. Can you imagine this? In Saudi Arabia, that's pretty yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, what kind of signs do people need? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, what, what do you want God to do to get your attention? This is unbelievable. But anyway, okay, well, there were actually earthquakes reported in South Carolina and Georgia. And uh, we don't often hear of that, but the UGSG said the first earthquake hit in Georgia after 10 p.m. this past week. It had a magnitude of 2.0, depth of 9 kilometers, and the earthquake was 9.1 miles south, southeast of, uh, I guess it's called Eaton Ton, Georgia, 32 miles northeast of Macon, Georgia. So if that gives you any feel, not about 72 miles from Atlanta. So, yes. We are definitely seeing a lot of earthquakes in diverse places ongoing. Okay, we did have waves hitting northeast storm with waves hitting the Jersey Shore, which is opposite side of uh, California. So again, the waves roaring on both sides of the United States this past week. This past year, I don't know if people knew, but we had a sinkhole in the heart of Rome, which led to the discovery of ancient ruins. Wow, is that interesting. And so they, I guess they didn't know that they had those ancient ruins until the thing opens up, right? That's really so, cool. Yeah. If you want to know more about that, we have a page called End Time Sinkholes really invite you to go over there and check that out it's just one amazing page not sure you can find anything like that anywhere else at this point but anyway the west may now have no option but to attack iran this was in msn this week Houthi attacks on commercial shipping and U.S. Navy vessels in the Red Sea threatened the global economy, endangering the vital Suez Canal trade route, as if 14 such attacks in the past month and against Israel directly were not enough. Iran has now joined the fray. 
the Pentagon said on December 23rd that an Iranian-launched drone struck an Israeli-affiliated merchant ship in the Indian Ocean. Okay, so we continue to see this. Uh, this marks the first time since October 7 that Washington has directly blamed Iran, even with over 100 attacks on U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria by Iran-dependent Shia militia, on which the White House has fudged in assigning responsibility. Well, no surprise there, okay? Yeah, not, so, not too shocking. Tehran denied the Indian Ocean attack, repeating its mantra that Hamas operates independently in warring against Israel. Nevertheless, India deployed guided missile destroyers to the region, seeks more evidence on the vector of the attack. So, wow, a lot of people getting involved in this kind of thing. Now, we have talked about a lot of things having to do with these brain chips, artificial intelligence. Here's a new headline. Hong Kong scientists harness human brain model for advanced AI chip breakthrough. So Hong Kong researchers are embarking on a groundbreaking mission to propel artificial intelligence beyond conventional computing by drawing inspiration from the original model, the human brain. And the ambitious team aims to develop an advanced AI system capable of lifelong learning and achieving feats comparable to the unparalleled capabilities of the human brain. Boy, isn't that interesting that they just always have to model whatever God's doing, Dina? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta copy him. That's what like, they—that's what the enemy yeah. does. That's what Can't he's good do at. Anything on their own, you know. It's like it's always a you know copy or rip off from something God's done or doing. You know, I've seen drones that look like birds. I've seen drones that look like snakes. I've seen all kinds of things that they do, and it's like, no, they're not creative. They don't come up with too much outside of what, you know, God is already doing or done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm just making a statement there, okay? <laughs> all right, well, we did have something really interesting going on in northeast Arkansas and west Tennessee. They had a 3.8 near Arkansas. Well, that's kind of a, a big red flag, Dina, because... That's the new Madrid area epicenter is right there in Arkansas. And that would be a real problem if that opens up because, you know, they've done all kinds of research, Dina, on what the possibilities are if the new Madrid fault like opened up and what are the ramifications of that. Like the universities over there in Arkansas and St. Louis have done a lot of research, like what would happen to the infrastructure of those metro areas uh, everywhere from Arkansas all the way up along the Mississippi and all through that area. What is the potential of disaster? How many lives would be lost? And it is substantial. This is no small event. In fact, there is a fault line that runs perpendicular right up to the New Madrid Fault. The New Madrid Fault runs from Arkansas kind of up almost as far as into Canada. And it runs kind of, uh, I guess you could say, north to south, south to north. Well, there is a perpendicular fault that kind of goes from east to west that comes right into the New Madrid Fault that goes under central Indiana, right below Indianapolis. And so that area would be affected as well in a big way. We know that it was late 1800s that this fault 
moved, and they say the bells in Philadelphia rang. Now, that's a big deal, is it not? Yes, it is. And the Mississippi River went backwards. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. They say that, you know, we've spoken about this on the show before, but that eventually Israel's land will be, um, there'll be a peace agreement, but Israel Mm -hmm. will have to give up part of her land. Many believe it'll be, you know, the two-state solution. And some say that if the United States is involved in that and we split Jerusalem, because that's where it's going to happen, east and west Jerusalem, that God will split our land. And they say the new Madrid fault would be his way of doing it. Because that's like almost smack dab in the middle of the country of the United States. Yeah, Yeah, I, I agree with you. And we did a a whole video on that, Sudden Destruction. So you guys can check that out for sure. We talk about Sudden Destruction and what that could possibly be. We mentioned these faults, the San Andreas one also, and what you got going up there in Oregon. Oh, yeah, the Cascadia Fault. Yeah. Right. That one would be absolutely devastating. The tsunami, Mm -hmm. like the earthquake alone. They're talking a 9 or a 10 on the Richter scale and the tsunami that would hit the coast of Oregon. It would go all the way from Canada to Seattle to Portland. It could go down to California. It would devastate our country. It would literally devastate it. I would say if that were to go or the San Andreas, or the Madrid. It would be on a scale of what happened to Japan in 2011. That's what I believe. And that's what they're saying. I mean, you know, a nine, that's huge. That is huge. And I believe that that's going to be a tribulation event. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but that's my personal opinion. Well, exactly right, but in that video, we talked quite a bit about all the potential for sudden destruction. Last week's show, we discussed something called the Culebra, and it is evidence that there will be a worldwide earthquake, which goes right along with multiple scriptures in the Bible, and this video is very compelling. It says that the tectonic plates are starting to seize up, and when they buckle, after so long of seizing up that they're going to create tsunamis and destruction that of the likes that humankind have never seen before and the potential to shake the planet for an hour now that sounds what exactly like what we heard in the bible in that scripture it just is identical so like once again the bible is on par with uh, the truth once again that's right All right, well, we have a 2.14 magnitude earthquake recorded this week in South Carolina, and that was near an Army base, actually. And then we also had a magnitude 4.8 quake hit Indonesia, West Java. So, I mean, these things are showing up all over the place. So a sinkhole formed in the flooded Seal Beach parking lot over there in the Southern California coastline. And once again, go over to that page, End Time Sinkholes, and just, you know, be amazed, you know. Tanzania, you don't hear about them every day, but over 40 dead after floods and landslides hit them. That's a lot of activity. And Australia had hundreds rescued from North Queensland floods after... 870 millimeters of rain in 24 hours. That's a lot of rain. 
Now, here is some really interesting stuff. I'm just going to quickly read through here. We're talking earthquakes all over the place. We did have an earthquake in Ohio this week, and I don't have the actual location, but this happened. Also, while New York City is a low-risk area for earthquakes, a few have hit five boroughs in the last 20 years. And so they're expecting more activity with the possibility of earthquakes hitting New York. Well, that's just something to watch for sure. Well, we did have earthquakes in California between 2.5 and 4.1 magnitude. And we had a 3.0 in Boonville, 2.5 in Idlewilds, 2.8 in Baywood, Los Osos, and 2.9 in geysers northwest of the geysers and a large 4.1 magnitude 19 kilometers south of rancho palos verdes in california that's a whole lot of activity is it not in one week that's a lot of earthquakes that's a lot that's a lot and that's significant because you guys in the books of matthew mark and luke god told us that there would be earthquakes in diverse places, and that's what we're seeing. Right. It also correlates with, you know, the world groaning under the weight of sin, right? Yeah, the earth is groaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And what does that mean exactly? Well, what it means is this stuff's going on because men have turned their backs to God, and sin, rejection of God, he's pulling his hand of protection off the planet. And guess what? This is the result. These things are going on. Well, we can hardly go further without talking about what happened in Japan. They had a 7.6 magnitude earthquake. Now, they downgraded it to 7.5, but you know what? I'm going to say 7.6 because they always downgrade these things, and I don't agree with that. I don't believe it, but that's just me. Just horrendous amount of damage i've seen the pictures the videos the before and after and it's shocking i mean it looks like a bomb hit them and there was a whole building just fall over so really check that out we've got videos on end time news report for you to check out and we'll probably mention this again in the show but just shocking and this this after they had the same kind of thing in in china recently so Things are really moving now, right? Yes, swiftly, very quickly. Well, you know, we have talked in the past and continue to talk about all kinds of things going on with mass animal death. And so we had absolutely scary in Jamaica, Harborview residents, usher folk wake up thousands of dead fish. Okay, well, this is what they say. It's a buildup of oxygen-depleting algae causing suffocation. And we also had hundreds of elephant seals dead as bird flu hits the Antarctic, raising fears penguins could be next. And, you know, it's interesting because we just had 100 elephants, actual elephants, die in Africa from drought, and now we've got elephant seals dying. Isn't that something? I don't know why the elephants, why this is happening to the elephants. It's kind of odd. Right. But, I mean, this is just really incredible, uh, all this going on at once. And so I implore you to head over to the End Times Mass Animal Deaths page. And I think we do a really good job of covering all kinds of things over there. But we've got birds with avian flu suffering from spasms, lethargy, and inability to fly. And this bird flu has already killed over 500,000 seabirds. 
over 20,000 sea lions in Chile and Peru. Now, Dina, you can talk a little bit about Hosea. Well, in Hosea chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, I'm just going to read the verse for you guys so you can hear God's word. Hosea says, Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. Why? Because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. By swearing, and lying, and killing, and stealing, and committing adultery, they break out, and blood toucheth blood. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven yea the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away so what is god saying here susan oh well basically once again the more mankind turns their back to god the more god is lifting his hand of protection off the planet and we're seeing it all over the place right now and if you go over to that page and scroll down you're going to be shocked by what you're going to find because really you're not going to hear this from mainstream news and you're not going to see it on that level. But yeah, they had nearly a thousand seals and sea lions die. You know, it's shocking. We also had this past month, uh, the month of December, we got this a little late, but I'm going to read it anyway. They had uh, more than 30 dead pilot whales found dead on Tasmania's east coast. That's a lot of whales coming up dead, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, yeah, I tend to think that, you know, a lot of this can be attributed to the Japanese pouring in the polluted water and tons and tons coming from Fukushima, which now they're out of space to store it. So every couple months, they dump just literally tons of it into the ocean. And they say it's perfectly safe, but I really don't agree with it. Yeah, you know, it's amazing to me that it's been uh, 12, 13 years and we're still seeing devastating effects of it. Oh, yeah. That's incredible to me. I mean, look how much time has passed. And the world, actually, not just Japan, but the world is suffering from this because the animals are dying. They're our food source. So, yeah. I mean, not everybody eats fish, but I mean, hey, you guys, if they're, if this is killing the animals, what is it doing to our drinking water? Because that's filtered, of course. But still, we have a problem here, Houston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, within 300 miles of their recent dumping of that water, they had just thousands and thousands of fish come up to shore, and it was about 300 miles And you just can't believe it. Now, why now? Well, they've had tanks after tanks of this polluted water. And what is the water? It is being used to flush out these uh, plants, these multiple plants. They've got to cool down these nuclear rods, okay? And so that's what they do is, but they, once they flush them out, they've got to store it off. Or, well, they were. Mm-hmm. storing off in giant Olympic-sized pool vats. And they had tons of these tanks around and on their land. Well, they ran out of real estate to store it all. So they had decided they're going to start dumping it into the ocean. So now we're starting to see the end results. It's just, it's just unreal. 
And you don't hear a whole lot about it on the news, not really. I mean, I will tell you that the Chinese and the South Koreans are really up in arms, uh, especially the fishermen over there. They believe it's damaging their business, not just the potential of the fish that they pull out of the sea to sell, but the reputation of the product that they're selling. People are scared to buy their, pro- you know, the fish that they pull out of that area. Mm-hmm. And so you're wrecking them. You know, these are just signs of the times, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Well, I've got a few statistics here might be of interest on that 7.6 earthquake that hit this week in Japan by the way, that happens January 1, New Year's Day, and the epicenter was located in the Ishikawa Prefecture, a Noto Peninsula. You know, it was near a population of 17,840, and the statistics say 17,000 people estimated to have felt a violent shaking. 144,000 felt a severe shaking. 577,000 a very strong shaking, and 3,337,000 felt it strong. Okay, that's a lot of people that experienced that that event. Would you not agree? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that that was a big one. And we've had other major events this year. So it seems like they're happening almost every month now. I'm just saying. And makes you wonder what's next around the corner. Dina, a lot of people have no idea that this is going on probably. Now we've had busloads of immigrants being brought into Chicago and New York. Now some of these immigrants are returning to their homeland, like in Argentina. They're going back because they don't see any perspective of work and they don't want to be caught in the winter weather of Chicago. But just recently, believe it or not, they just brought 20 busloads, 20 of migrants arrive in Denver. I mean, is that incredible? Wow. Right. And some of the residents that they brought these guys in, imagine you've got a home and around the corner, these people are putting up their tents on your street. And, you know, they're throwing their waste out and all of this, I just right down the street from residential area or around the corner. And it's like, I mean, is there no plan? Like, That's they're just terrible. trucking them in? That's terrible. Do they not have any plan? I mean, they're bringing them from a warm climate into a cold climate. Denver is cold this time of year. Yes, it is. Very cold. And they, they bring them up in these truckloads and, and all they've got are little tents. I mean, it's just unfathomable. So, okay, well, it's just the end times, right? Yeah, part of the times. All right, well, we often talk about euthanasia on this show and what a scourge it is, okay? But we had another episode of a woman who killed herself. She made a pact with someone else. They sent her a drug, and the two of them ended their life on the same day. Chloe McDermott, 43, used online chat rooms to research ways to kill herself, formed an association with two people with whom she planned to end her life, an inquest heard. Okay, so this took place, and now a coroner is calling for urgent government action after this jewelry designer formed this suicide pact and overdose on a substance uh, freely available to buy over the internet. I mean, it's just shocking the things that are going on. And you know what's more shocking than this? Is that they have a program up in Canada 
in which they're helping people. They're, they're about to sign into law in the spring. Yes, Trudeau is about to allow people to have their life taken for the purpose of mental illness. Oh, He's lost, he has lost his marbles completely. Oh, yeah. It's just dangerous what they're doing. So you've got organizations that are begging people to call them for help, helplines, do not do this. And you've got organizations all over the planet that are saying, hey, you know, we'll help you with this. It, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And, you know, we're going to continue to talk about it on, on this show because it's just, it's obscene what's going on. Now, we have a page called End Times Drug Use, and I just want to mention that we had a World Drug Report for 2023 released this week. There were approximately 219 million marijuana users in 2021, or some 4.3% of the global population. And per the report, one in every 17 people consumed marijuana, and one in every 17 people consumed it in uh, the 2021 period, which is 13% higher than a decade earlier. On the global level, most cannabis users are men, around 70%, though gender differences are decreasing in some sub-regions, with women accounting for 42% of marijuana consumers in North America. I'm not sure how that stacks up with fentanyl. We've looked at studies on fentanyl, and I've heard that one in 10 in America is using fentanyl. But you can go over and check out these reports on our end times drug use. How does that uh, stack up with the Bible? Well, the Bible talks about in Revelation more than once something called sorcery. And if you do the translations on that from the original writings, you will see that has to do with uh, pharmacia, drug use, and that sort of thing just all comes together. It all makes sense because when people are doing drugs, they're not in their right minds. They're uh, open to demon possession and that sort of thing. We had South Korea capital uh, re records heaviest one-day snowfall in December for 40 years. Is that amazing? That's incredible. All right, Dina, I'm going to close out with this information. I just happened to watch today about the Google chat GPT, artificial intelligence. Uh, they continue to develop the technology for artificial intelligence, and they say that about every six months or so, the artificial intelligence increases tenfold and will continue to increase at that level. And they are concerned about these artificial intelligence becoming sentient. And okay, well, you know what I have to say about this is people worry about such things. I'm telling you. The thing about robots and artificial intelligence is these objects, they are objects. They can be cursed objects. Just like back in the Old Testament, when people had idols and they worshipped idols, God said they were just merely worshipping an object that had demons attached to it. Okay, well, you know, fast forward to today, same look, same demons different objects okay this is like super insane what they're doing but okay not to be outdone by god because there's one thing you can say about robots and artificial intelligence they are not humans and humans were created by god they're we are vessels of god and god created humans as vessels to hold the holy spirit the human te temple the 
the vessel of God, the human, is the temple of God, and it is meant to hold the fullness of the Holy Spirit, so that God literally comes into the individual and resides within him, and if they give permission, they first have to receive and acknowledge what Jesus Christ did on the cross, repent of their sin, and acknowledge that he is their Lord and Master, and they have to pray to be in the will of the Father. So surrender their will over to the Father. And then what happens is the Holy Spirit comes within the individual. And that's what it's called being filled with the Holy Spirit. And artificial intelligence and robots cannot have this. Say God made gift for men. And the thing is, if the individual is filled with the Holy Spirit. You can't, you can't beat that. You've literally got God who is far superior than all the minds of humanity that create artificial intelligence. And so let them do what they're going to do. I mean, God is uh, outflanking them at every turn. In fact, the Bible says he laughs in derision at what you know, they attempt to do. And I would have to agree, he's probably laughing at them right now about some of the stuff they're uh, doing. And uh, they're going to be sorry if they don't repent and get away from this evil. But these are the end times. Well, Dina, the next project for Google is, you know, in addition to what they've done with the Chad GPT is this uh, project, it's called Gemini. And it's where they're going to increase the output and data of artificial intelligence tenfold. And this is going to be an ongoing effort. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's called Gemini. Okay, so I just wanted to share that with uh, our listeners and invite everybody to come back next week. We'll try to collect as much news for you that we can. Right, Dina? That's right. That's right. And thank you so much, Susan, for coming on the show today and sharing all of these end time headlines with us thank you to all of you who have tuned in um i just want to remind you for anybody out there that has not completely surrendered their life to christ jesus is waiting for you and he loves you very much and he wants you to spend eternity with him that's why he came he came to die for our sins he took the punishment that we deserve because Jesus was sinless. He had no sin. But he died a criminal's death so that we could be saved. And so I invite you today, if you do not know Jesus, to give your life to him today. Ask him for forgiveness of your sins. Repent, which means to turn away and do those sins no more. Completely surrender everything to him. Talk to him every day. Read the word of God so that you can get to know this incredible Savior who loves you with an everlasting love. Get involved in a Bible-believing church that believes that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Get baptized by water just as Jesus was baptized by water. And tell somebody about your new life in Christ. And if you have any questions, Susan and I are here for you. We'd love to hear from you, so please do leave your comments below this video. With that said, you can find these videos on Susan's YouTube. Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries on my YouTube, Dina Amelia Calmetta. We also have uh, Jesus 24-7 on Rumble and on BitChute. I'm also on Rumble as well. We also are on podcast. We're everywhere, you guys. Google, Apple, Spotify. We're also on Twitter, 
and uh, Facebook under Jesus 24-7. And then, of course, we have our own uh, sites. Susan has, as she listed, and I'll have them below this video, but many, many, many different sites that you can go visit. You know, you want to see signs in the sky. What did you get, Susan, like a million views last month? Right. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we had a million visitors or visits uh, last month. We had 600 new page likes. And so we've got about 38,000 subscribers now. Over there, you might want to check it out because we get some pretty awesome posts to look at. And there's information about the sign coming up, which is the solar eclipse. that's going to come across the United States in April. So if you want more on that, come on over. Yeah, come on over and visit there. Also, Susan has a group page on Facebook. It has like over 175 participants. 175,000. Okay, guy, correct me. 175,000 participants, I believe. And uh, join, join the group. It's Raptures very soon. I'll have the link below this video. And check it out. We talk about uh, Susan's group, but there's conversations, of course, about the rapture. But uh, you can see our news reports on there. People post prayers. They post rapture dreams. There's just so many different conversations. So come over and visit us over there. Susan also has a semi-new website, endtimesprophecycatalog.com. And on there, you can read her books you can download her books for free she's got words special right from the holy spirit there's our videos are on her site there are other resources it's just an incredible place to visit so i encourage you to go hop over there after this video and see us on facebook too. visit all these pages we have so much to offer you susan's uh ministry through the Holy Spirit is just overwhelmingly with resources and um, learning tools to know Jesus more. So please do join us. And Susan, I think that's it. Did I miss anything? Well, right. I mean, Dina's a big part of what we do. <laughs> and uh, she does a lot for us. Believe me, behind the scenes, uh, she is always working. So, uh, we got to give her a big high five, right? Uh, thank you. I love, I love doing uh, God's work. I, I love it. I love it. I really, really do yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. So we love the Lord for sure. Yeah, He's amazing. So I guess that's it. We love you guys so much, and uh, we look forward to next week, Lord willing. If the Lord shall tarry, we will see you right back here next week. So be sure to subscribe. Like the videos, share them, and have a great week, you guys. God bless and stay safe.